Alright, 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 awesome motivators! That was already the ending of this episode. But before we go, I would love to ask you if you like this episode, and if so, the podcast, then share this with your friends or on your Insta stories and tag me in it at Monica underscore coach for women, as this will totally help the podcast grow. And with that, we're working on motivating women all around the world together. And I would, of course, love to hear your thoughts and see where the motivation is going to. And if you're ever thinking of achieving your biggest goal and working with me, as your coach or cheerleader in your life, health or business, then please reach out on my Insta, Facebook or go to my website, heramazonianhealth.com, where all the information and packages are and, you know, you can get a taste of the rest of my life and business a bit. All right, guys, hope to see your amazing soul soon again on Motivation. Welcome, my dear listeners and motivators. I am your host, Monica Elfing, speaker and coach for women. And if you want to know more about that, then head down to my Instagram at Monica Coach for Women. But for now, I hope you all have an amazing day. And the good thing is, it will only get better. Because today we are talking about love. And isn't love a beautiful thing? It makes us happy, it fills our hearts, and it makes us feel lighter. But, and here it comes, it can also trigger so many other things. And especially when we are in relationship with somebody else. As we all know, relationships can be hard sometimes. Frustrated, emotional, and it is hard work. Well, if you like me, you embrace love. And then sometimes it can also be a hard thing, right? So, you know, it seems that maybe your partners not always understand you, or maybe you're just frustrated more with each other than you really want. Or things like not feeling equal in, let's say, Hmm, household stuff? Then stay tuned because today's topic is relationships. And in a way, we really all know it, have experienced it or are still experiencing it. Today, I'll be talking to the beautiful Robin C. Ellerbock, the relationship queen of love. She empowers women to create conscious and loving relationships and is all about making relationships deeply fulfilling and at the same time as easy as they can be. Roman has been featured in Mompreneur magazine, spotlighted in the Dewey Lewin Academy newsletter, a mom of a couple of beautiful teenage daughters and is next to that working in her business and helping her clients as a passionate love and relationship coach. And Robin, in your free time, I can find you walking in nature or singing in the shower. I love that, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Or getting lost in one of your magical dreams with a big cup of yummy chai tea. Thank you so much, Robin, for being here on the podcast. And I am really, really super excited to be here with you and finally talk to you because... For the listeners, Robin and I are also co-authors of the book, A Women's Journey to, to Empowerment, which will come out next year. And it's a book all about drive, motivation, and of course, empowerment. Robin, thank you so much for being here. How was your day so far? 
Oh, thank you, beautiful. That was such a lovely introduction. Um, my day has been uh, up and down, but really nice. I was able to get out and enjoy nature this morning, which I love to do. So feeling lit up and feeling really excited to speak to you about this important topic. I know it's it's so important. And, you know, every if it's not even with your partner, but Hopefully everybody is experienced love in, in one way and in one way with mm. relationships with whoever that is going to be. But Robin, Absolutely. I'm going <laughs> to warm you up a little bit. So for my guests, I always have three questions to start with. And the first one is, how would you describe yourself to the listeners? Mm, that's a great question. Well, as, as I said earlier, I love nature. So you can often find me out walking in the trees and just enjoying the peas. I describe myself as an open-minded person, which I think is really important for um, the field that I'm in. And I really enjoy to learn and grow. So personal growth is something that is really you know, such a big value in my life and having an open mind has allowed me to create changes in my life that I just didn't think would be possible. So that's one part of me. Another aspect would be that I grew up in a really spiritual house. So cultivating compassion was a huge value growing up. And I truly believe that's helped me to become a more understanding and empathetic person and that really helps when I'm working with women who are going through difficult times and they're desiring like real changes for themselves it helps to connect with their heart and be able to take them on that journey beautiful wow well that's a really good description of yourself that's awesome thank you (laughs) thank you it's a hard question sometimes what is something that motivates you and always will Mm. Uh, motivation for me comes when I see other people um, overcoming challenges in their lives and creating their vision for their life I find that deeply inspiring I feel motivated when I know that I have answers that can support people to make real changes in their lives Um, yes and it's deeply inspiring when people get to the point where they no longer Um, where they start to decide that they need to open a new door and find a new way and they're ready to do that. And sometimes that can take a really long time for people to get to that point where they're like, I want to know a different way of doing this. And I I find that extremely motivating. I know. It's motivation. (laughs) Yeah, that comes out of helping others. It does. All right, last question to warm you up, but I think you're warmed up enough here, (laughs) what I I hear. Hey, if you could change something in the world, what would you change? Oh, I would love to see um, the differences that we all have being treated with a lot more acceptance and respect. Mm -hmm. And when I'm thinking more... um, solely about relationships and if it's you know masculine energy or feminine energy where we can stop bringing each other down because you know it's hard to relate to each other sometimes and when we feel so differently or we get frustrated it's really easy to for men for us to emasculate them and for women for men to objectify women 
And I just think if we could really accept that we are so uniquely different, yet we have profound gifts and strengths that work, um, you know, in partnership with each other, we can really start to honour those differences and harness the power in them rather than feel so defeated when we can't um, mm. always be the same. Yeah, mm. I'd love to see that change. That would that would change the world, though. That will yeah, create that change. Too. Ah, so beautiful. Thank you so much for those answers. I love them. And Robin, today we are talking about relationships and love. Before we start and we really dive into this subject, I want to ask you, Robin, as I read somewhere that one of your greatest achievements by far has been transforming in your own intimate relationship from broken and dysfunctional into a beautiful and now thriving partnership. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Sure, I'd love to share a little bit about that. So my partner and I are relatively unique, or my husband, I should say. Um, We started going out, that was what we used to call it back then, (laughs) when we were 14. So, you know, I've got 14-year-old daughters now and I look at them and think, oh, my goodness, they're just kids, right? (laughs) But that was us. And, you know, we had a few solid years together. I mean, obviously, high school was challenging when you're trying to find your way in the world and also create a loving relationship. And along the journey, I guess what happened was, Um, we just couldn't find a way to make things, you know, work where we were both happy. And we found it really frustrating because we knew we loved each other. We knew we had a family that was worth fighting for, but it seemed the way that I would go about trying to create the loving relationship that I wanted really pushed him further away. And we both ended up really unhappy. So there was a lot of dysfunction in our relationship. There were arguments that couldn't be resolved no matter how much we tried. And it just felt like the trust between us was being diminished year after year. Mm. And it just got to a point where I was like, if this doesn't change this year, there is no choice here. I have to walk away because it's not good for my health. It's not good for his health. And it's certainly not good for our family's health. And I just remember one particular night I'd left the house. We'd had an argument. It had gone south. Um, there was never any abuse. It was just dysfunctional. We just couldn't mm-hmm. seem to make it flow and work the way we wanted it to. And I remember standing outside in uh, under the stars in the you know in the dark and just searching myself as to what to do, whether to leave. And suddenly, a moment of peace just came over me, where I thought, you know what, I don't know how to make this work but I know there are answers and I 100% commit to finding out what works and to making this work because I believe in what we had together, but Mm. I just didn't know how to make it work. And it really honestly was from that moment on where the right information started to, uh, you know, drop into my emails. I'd follow the links. I Mm. discovered feminine power, which I had no concept of I grew up with a single mom she was very much in her independent energy which is amazing but it didn't 
it didn't help me in my relationship because relationships are all about partnership. So we want independence, but we also need to learn how to be very interdependent with each other. And yeah, I started to implement this new way of showing up, started to use the tools that I was learning about. And, you know, every time I did something new and showed up in a different way, it had an amazing result. It had an amazing impact on my relationship. And now the relationship that I share with my husband, it it actually outweighs the vision that I had in my heart for us. And that's a huge thing. And that's why I'm so passionate about the work Mm. that I do today. So can I say that in like that, and this is a big thing that I always work with and to seeing that you work with that too, you had a vision, you manifested it and then the answers came, right? And then you started to focusing on and do the work for it. And I think that's key for everything that you want to achieve. And yes, some relationships, as you know, walk away from it and be okay with that too. Or you chose for your relationship because you knew that there was still a chance. And so you took that and you made it into a vision and into a goal. And I think that's that's really big. So of course we are going to talk more about this because you obviously um, now are working with others and are really passionate about this because of your backstory. So what are some of the main things that you are experiencing with clients and, and what they go through? Mm, yeah. So I, yeah, I do. I work with lots of women now who have this desire to make this change and when they come to me they're mostly feeling alone in the relationship and they feel a disconnection between themselves and their partners and they're longing for more emotional connection and support and this seems to be a theme so the feminine really desires emotional connection And we can feel very alone and abandoned in ourselves. And for lack of a better word, it can come across as unloving when we don't have that emotional connection and that understanding. And they also come to me to understand how to communicate in a healthy way that's going to uh, create some shifts or some changes because the way that they are bringing things up just as it was for myself, is causing more shutdown and more disconnection. So they feel very disempowered. So going from there, how would you then define a healthy relationship? And that can be for everybody different, but how would you define it? Yeah, I would define a healthy relationship where both parties or both people are committed to the quality of the connection that they have together and they're committed to the relationship as sort of a separate entity from their own lives Mm -hmm. and that they both want that to bring goodness and happiness to each other. That would be the overall thing I feel that would make a healthy relationship and also that willingness to be aware of what needs to happen and to grow with each other. Mm. It's very hard when one person can see where something can be better for both of 
uh, both people, yet someone really digs their heels in. Yeah. Um, but sometimes that just comes down to the way it's being communicated. And that's why I'm so passionate about the work, because I know that there is a way to inspire more commitment yeah. um, when it comes to those aspects of relationships. Yeah. yeah. So what would you see then as unhealthy? Um, unhealthy would be unhealthy to me is sort of like the energy that you're feeding the relationship. So if you're feeding the relationship, negative thoughts, um, harmful actions, unhealthy habits, then the relationship becomes unhealthy. So the dynamic between you and quite often the behaviors that show up are things like stonewalling so silent treatment is a behavior that causes a lot of breakdown in relationships and I see quite often um, being criticizing which is a theme that runs for a lot of us Um, defensiveness and there's there's one more but I would encourage you to look up the four um, horsemen of the apocalypse I think it is by John Gottman and that's a description of the four ways that we show up in our relationship that really cause a lot of harm. And when those things go on in a prolonged way, the relationship does become unhealthy. Mm. Mm. So going from like unhealthy, what if your relationship goes from unhealthy to toxic? What Mm. would you do to help your clients or what would you say now to the listeners in that matter Mm, so to go from unhealthy to toxic to me says that for so long just like our bodies we've been putting in things that aren't good for us and it's got to a point where it's become toxic so what I would be working on my clients with is actually putting in a lot more goodness being very conscious about putting in really good energy such as things like making time to connect outside of our roles as mum and dad or working roles or whatever they are because we can get into real ruts so making good time to connect and the other thing is is what I call relationship currency and that is appreciating each other and so becoming really conscious about appreciating each other so for example every time my husband does something that I think oh you know what, that was so helpful. I actually make a point to say, I really appreciate that you did that for me. It made me feel so supported and loved. And it's it's about putting the goodness back in so we're getting a less toxic dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help with building trust, building safe containers for people to open up and share. Um, and also obviously becoming very aware of, what each other needs to feel loved and to feel safe. And that would link into things like love languages, what your love needs are, what you've been going without. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I just also wanted to say to the listeners here too, please reach out to Robin. If you have any more questions, she's happy to help. Um, I will link, of course, your socials under here in the description, but Um, If you have any questions about this, because I think a lot of people are struggling with their relationships, even when it's unhealthy or toxic, 
by the way, guys, if it's too toxic and it's getting to a dangerous point, then please reach out to somebody else and 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 go to the police, of course, and and yeah, reach out to yeah and stuff. Absolutely, because um, that's something that you know that goes beyond. Um, so if you're listening to this and you have that kind of relationship, then I really want to be mindful about that and yeah what would you say Robin and this is I know this is sensitive but yeah I would definitely say the same thing so having dysfunctional toxic aspects to the relationship or having an unhealthy dynamic is very different from being abused if someone Mm. is projecting their pain and their trauma onto you in an emotional physical psychological way definitely know you're not alone reach Mm. out get the support you need um, because unfortunately that that's the only course to take at that point yeah 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 but we don't want to go to because we want to you know we are here to save relationships to make relationships happier healthier more love and and again relationships are are hard it's hard work and, and I think we need to you know you said you were 14 I think I was 14 too when I stepped into my wow. first relationship and and things you know you you learn and in your 20s I didn't you know I was just doing my thing and you know and then you're getting more to an adulthood and also being a, around your relationship and stuff they grow your partners grow stuff like that and it's yeah, actually absolutely. funny because I want to what you just said I always use to um with my clients and that's using the relationship as a partner or doing the same in your health or in your money like for say if you treat your money badly or if you treat your body badly see it as a person see it as a person what you put into it you will get out of it and to turn that around you need to turn around your faults your mind and what you're actually saying um, yeah. to that person and it doesn't matter if that's a person into your relationship but that could be into your body too and as you said yeah. it's love it's commitments and it's yeah communicating listening. yeah it is it absolutely isn't and I love that you just shared that because so much of the way we show up with each other can be because we're carrying past wounds and stories and beliefs um, that have a negative impact on our relationship. So that's a part of my work as well. We we take out that conditioning that's creating a real love block there and we reprogram it for something that feels loving and safe and then that person can start to really open up and connect and communicate from their heart. Mm, Yeah. Hey, love is everything, right? But do you think... It's enough. Mm. I would say in a nutshell, no, it's not enough to sustain a relationship. So love is such a beautiful energy. It has wonderful intentions, but it love in a relationship does need to be put into an action. So we can say till the cows come home, but I love you. But whether the other person feels loved or, or 
or are interpreting that that relationship as loving is a completely different story. Mm. So love almost needs to go from a noun to a verb. And I've learned in my, you know, through my personal growth journey that compassion actually is love in motion. It's love in action. So I, yeah, I definitely feel that love needs to be turned into a way of showing up and behaving. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Robin, we talked about relationships before and about you working with women, but do you also work with couples and then guide them in the couple session individually or within the matter that you would then step outside of that relationship? And this is a bit of a a longer question, but as I know, working as a life coach for women, that a lot of women I work with, they are in so many unhealthy relationships with their partners, but mostly with themselves. And with that also know really a lot of self-love. And so I see a lot of times they are freeing themselves and their partners of their unhealthy relationships. What are your thoughts about this and how would you work with that? Sure. So I start the work always with the woman. And the reason that I do that is because when I learned about the sacred energy of feminine energy and masculine energy, so even if you're in a same gender relationship, we have a core energy. And normally in a relationship, I say normally lightly though, but normally there's a polarity of energy. So the feminine is attracted to the masculine and vice versa. So I generally work with the feminine energy partner because feminine energy actually inspires masculine energy to give their best selves, their best qualities. And often when relationships are not working, it's because either party are too much in say they're both in their masculine energy and they're butting heads a lot or the feminine energy is not inspiring the masculine to really stand in their power and to be that protector of them and that support person so I generally work with the female and we see lots of shifts and changes Uh, during that time and then I start to work with the tools that they can use with their partners and this is when I invite the partner in but not for full sessions just for conversations about the tool that they're going to be practicing and then I give them a lot of appreciation and keep them on path with those sort of things so things like daily appreciations are a huge part of my work for couples and spending time Um, having conversations that will prevent conflict from showing up and keeping them on the same page. Mm. When it comes to women needing to let go of a relationship and find their, you know, self-worth and their self-love, it's really about helping them to see that they've done all the work necessary. They've put in enough energy and they and that they're not going to see that result if they've tried all of these other things. So it's helping them to let go of that guilt and to really come back to honouring themselves. And that's when I work with the feminine as well. Mm, that's impactful though. That's, that's mm. work. Um, it seems to me though that... We as women, as you said, 
are doing, again, a little bit more work than men do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would definitely seem that way. And it's, <laughs> it's so funny you should say that because a lot of women come to me and they say, but he's the one that needs to change. Like he's the one who needs to do the work. But I, I remind them that this is about you getting your needs met. Mm. This is about you creating your vision and you are the creator. You're the goddess and you have the power to see that this is not working. You're actually really powerful. So do you want to keep hoping and waiting or do you want to use your creative power and, and receive this love that can be possible? Yeah, actually, that's that's a really good thing to say there because relationships are so similar to other things that we want to achieve in life. And what you said, you need to, if you want to change things, you need to put change in. You need to put work in. Absolutely. Knowing, yeah, knowing what to do, of course. Hey, what can you share now with the world that will be helpful helpful for everyone to hear? Um, I, I would love to share with everybody that they really matter, like their dreams and their desires for their life and their love life and their relationships are so important and they are so um, conducive to your well-being and your happiness long term. So I would encourage everybody not to give up. Um, obviously, if you're in an abusive relationship, that's something that you need to, you know, find a way to move out of and realize what your love desires are and keep going because when you create a relationship that you deeply desire it gives you wings it gives you strength and so much support so for anyone that's been shut down in past experiences I just want to give you permission to open up your love desires again because that's opening the gate to a new destiny wow so good so good all right so moving into inspiration what do you think everyone would need to do in their lives oh, I think everybody would need to learn how to deeply honor themselves and when I say that I'm talking about your priorities your values your time I I feel it's time for everybody on the planet to start to deeply honor who they are um, because you know I you know we've been conditioned for so long especially as women to be really self-sacrificing and to go without but I see this with other people I see this with men they will work and drive themselves into the ground until they actually forget who they are mm. so I could imagine that the planet we would become so much more open to sharing our truth, accepting others, being open to deeper connection. And we would also learn how to honour other people when we learn how to honour ourselves. So that's what I'd love. I'd love for everybody to just take a step back and connect to themselves and know that they matter and take that real journey of self-honouring. Yeah. yeah. Namaste. So beautiful. Namaste. <laughs> what does motivation for you mean and for your clients? Mm. Yeah, great question. So mot motivation for me really means it's a, it's a forward emotion. It's a forward movement. So for my clients, it's all about freeing up what's 
weighing them down, freeing up energy from the past so they can actually release those shackles and move forward and have that motion, that creativity. And motivation for me is the same thing. It's about being deeply inspired to just go forward and manifest what you want. Right. Thank you so much, Robin. I loved that you shared all your knowledge. And of course, I like I can talk to you for, I think, another hour. And we're already <laughs> part doing part two. So why not part three and four too? And, um, I so acknowledge your, you know, your time and your energy to be doing this show with me today. And Guys, if you are out there and you are a listener and want to know more about Robin, then please check out her social Facebook or Instagram at Robin C. Ellerbock and all other information I will, of course, share in the show notes and the description below. Of course, as always, I also want to end with a lovely quote that really fits this podcast and probably every no- everyone knows it. It's from Paolo Kulo. Love is just a word until someone comes along and gives it a meaning. And that is where we end this amazing episode of Motivation. My lovely people, thank you so much for listening. And Robin, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Monica. It's an absolute pleasure. All right, all right, all right, awesome motivators. That was already the ending of this episode. But before we go, I would love to ask you if you like this episode and if so, the podcast, then share this with your friends or on your Insta stories and tag me in it at Monica underscore coach for women as this will totally help the podcast grow. And with that, we working on motivating women all around the world together. And I would, of course, love to hear your thoughts and see where the motivation is going to. And if you're ever thinking of achieving your biggest goal and working with me, as your coach or cheerleader in your life, health or business, then please reach out on my Insta, Facebook or go to my website, heramazonianhealth.com where all the information and packages are and, you know, you can get a taste of the rest of my life and business a bit. All right, guys, hope to see your amazing soul soon again on Motivation.